0: the Easter eggs, it's nearly time for the high-tech oils Bathurst 6 hour. The biggest production car race in the land heads to the mountain. Easter weekend, March 29 to 31. There's over 60 cars, yes, 60 cars entered in the main race. A pile of support categories, three big days of on-track action. Adult three-day passes are 50 bucks. Single day tickets even cheaper. It's the perfect way to spend your Easter weekend. For more info, visit bathysixhour.com.au. A Motorsport Podcast Network production. Hey everybody, Aaron Noonan here. Great to have you along. Another edition of the V8 Salute Podcast, powered by Repco for another week. Now, you'll notice I don't sound the same i don't have the regular recording gear with me this week so hence the audio is a little bit different to how it usually sounds but forget about that this is all about the pod it's all about the interview it's all about the guest And this week part one of my two-part chat with adam macro now for those of you who might not know adam he won the 1998 australian formula ford championship He also won the 2006 Fujitsu series, now that's the category of course that we know today as the Super 2 series. Ultimately a full-time V8 supercar drive didn't quite pan out for Adam, but he became a trusted endurance driver for 10 years at Bathurst in V8 supercars and sits in the record books with last week's guest Steve Ballery as the first 888 Bathurst 1000 podium finisher. Now in episode 1 we cover a wide amount of ground how he's helping the next generation take their first steps into car racing, we talk about his time in Formula Ford and the early V8 supercar stuff, and so much more. I think you'll enjoy this one. So buckle up, it's time to start Adam Macro on the V8 Sleuth Podcast, powered by Repco. Adam Macro, welcome along to the V8 Sleuth Podcast. Thank you very much for having me. Good Uh, to see you again. Absolutely.
1: It's been been a while. A while. Yeah, it's been a while since I've been to a track. A long while. Well, not, not to, you know supercars so to speak but I'm at the track every week but you know um, especially the last month or so it's been really busy Mm. Um, being at Winton sort of every Friday um, you know giving people opportunities to drive race cars and um, yeah it's been flat out.
0: Normally when we do these pods when we're talking about people's involvement in the sport their careers we tend to do the hey, let's go back to the start at the start. But I want to be a little bit different today and start at the now because you kind of (laughs) positioned us there anyway. So what is your motorsport involvement? I've heard from a few people that you are the Hyundai Excel whisperer. (laughs) You've had more to do with Hyundai Excels in the last little while than anything. Is that right?
1: Yeah. So when I, I have to kind of go back a little bit further than that, but I had my go-kart business um, for, for years. So I was building engines and training young kids and and we had the gut cart business, um, and that was very successful. Um, a lot of, you know, current drivers that are now sort of Super 2, Super 3, Carrera Carp. What, what's your what okay, so, um, name? Okay, so Ange Uh Cody Donald, Formula Ford. Now I've got to remember, and I'm going to forget <laughs> someone now. Um, I worked with Matt Brabham in karting when he was a junior. Um, oh, I had all these names written down, but I forgot to bring it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, Andrew Azuris. Uh, Cody Donald, um, oh, Jesus, now I've had a mental blank. Uh, Lachlan it. Gibbons, so I build, built his engines for a while when we did C.I.K., he's current 86 champion, mm-hmm. worked with him a bit. Um, Dimitri Agasso, Ag- Agathos that runs uh, production cars. Um, oh, now I've, I've just gone blank. That's a decent list. No, 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 there's more, there's a lot there's more. There's plenty of them. There's plenty of them yeah, yeah, there's plenty of them, but, um, yeah, we've had had a lot of success People that come through and and um, and done well, and it's uh, it's such a such rewarding thing to um, to watch you know the kids mm. grow and, and come through the ranks and, um, and and achieve stuff you know so so you're building cars, building yeah engines, yeah so running. I've got a little factory in Mornington, yep. um, we're building Hyundai's full time. Um, and who, who would have thought cells would be the, yeah. the so, buzz category. In exactly right. So we, uh, yeah. So, I mean, halfway through 16, I bought a, well, I went to Phillip Island. One of my customers is actually interested in building a Hyundai and, and I, so I thought, oh, there's a race on at Phillip Island. I'll duck down on a Saturday and have a look on Sunday. And, uh, I bought one on the way home. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's us. And I, I could see there was a void between karting cause it was like karts And then the next step was Formula Ford, which Mm. is a fantastic step. Don't get me wrong. I love Formula Ford. But I think there needed to be uh, something in between to just go and learn how to change gears and Mm. learn how to, you know, have a crash and, you know, go to the wreckers, fix it up a bit. You know, just that little… Somewhere in the middle. Yeah, it's somewhere in the middle that's not expensive… Um, you can sort of have an accident, not too bad. You could probably get it out the next session if you bash it out. Well, the Formula Ford, you know, mm-hmm. everything flies off. So, <laughs> um, And so I bought a car and I was very low-key. It was just a bit of fun. Um, leased it out. It kept me at the track, scratched the itch. And, um, and yeah, it just snowballed. And, um, yeah, and then I decided sort of, well, during COVID, I'm going to get serious. Started doing all the development and all the <laughs> testing and on the dyno and late nights building engines and doing all that sort of stuff. And and here we are, uh, full-time uh, national champions. Pretty much won everything all year. Won mm. the enduro on the weekend. Um, we've got an amazing driver in, Ethan Grigault. I don't know if you've heard of him. No. Um, he's a sim champion. Uh-huh. Uh, so he's come from the sim. And uh, never driven karts, never uh, – uh, he just hasn't done the the normal thing. Mm. He's just jumped on the sim and spent all his time on that because that's all he could afford. Um, he won Aussie Driver Search oh, yeah, and yeah. unfortunately missed out yeah, after all. It didn't go so well. Yeah, it went down. Um, and, yeah, I think he ended up getting an XL. I don't know whether he bought it or someone else bought it for him, but it just, you know, it sort of, he ended up with an XL. And he was uh, sort of banging around a race here and a race there when he could afford it. I kept an eye on him. I saw an, actually – I saw a, uh, a video on Facebook with Inca with him driving and I'm like watching the video and going, oh, yeah, this kid's good. Like you just know. like, mm. And I've been pretty good in terms of, you know, talent scouting, so to speak, over the course of my career. And um, I'm like – you know, I remember sending a message to – to one of my mates and I'm like I can drive this guy can steer you know mm-hmm. so I kept him more of an eye on him more of an eye on me and then he rang me one day and goes can you do the suspension for me on my car um, and um, before I knew it his car was in the shop he went out with the suspension I did all the suspension set it all up for him and he nearly won the next round and I'm like mate with that car you're you know punching well above your weight in that car with the, with the spec that it was so I rang him up and said look I want a good driver Let's work together. Mm. Um, and that's the uh, end of it. So yeah, we went on and I think we got nearly every pole position at the state titles this year. Um, we won the nationals. We ended up second in the state title championship, with a couple of penalties and stewards. and really, All the fun stuff. We won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we uh, won the national championship. We won the enduro on the weekend, clean sweep that on the weekend as well with him. Um, and, um, yeah, so now we're um, – Looks like we're going eighty six. Look, So out. we're going to bring an eighty six into the into the fold. And oh, we, we just got um, some breaking news here. Breaking news, wow. yes, hot off the press. Yeah, like last night. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, looks like we're going to go eighty six. Cool. So, massively working on uh, sponsorship and mm. and getting funding and all that sort of stuff for Ethan. Um, and but he's he's exceptional. Like mm. I don't think I've ever seen raw talent for A long time, like he's and he's not young, he's he's 27, 26, 27, but he can he's just
0: yeah, if you can pedal, you can uh, pedal,
1: yeah, credit when credit's due. And I don't say it very often, but he's he's exceptional. Mm. And I believe that if I can give him the right car next year, we can win the 86 championship without a problem.
0: There's a name that we'll keep an eye on because the 86s have produced some guys uh, 100 percent, you know, recent times have gone into you know, supercars and super two, yeah, and, that's exactly right, yeah, so, it's cool, so cool. flat
1: out, but we also, we also are. Uh, the XL Series has a, at club level has a uh, has a Masters Championship. Are you qualified as old, a Master now? Oh, oh easy. <laughs> 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 I'm well into the Masters category. Um, but uh, we actually won that championship as well with one of my mates, Glenn McKenzie, who's um, not once again. He came in, never driven a go-kart, did a few track days back in the day and can you build me a car? I just want to bang around and have some fun. Before you know it, we're going for championships. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he did a mega job last year as well. So, well, this year, should I say. And um, yeah, he's now the champion of the old farts, so to speak. <laughs> Official old fart <fight> category. Official <laughs> old fart category. So, it's cool. No, it's, um, it's very rewarding and it's a lot of hard work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, it's the, but it's the way of training. It's being rewarding involved. and I love training people. That's yeah, great. Yeah, and we're also flat out with our Excel experience. Um, where basically anyone anyone uh, over the age of 14 can come and drive a full-spec Hyundai XR race car for a whole day, one-on-one with me in the passenger seat if you want. There's a passenger seat there. Mm. And um, and that's just going huge. It's just getting bigger and bigger. And, you know, I think that it won't be long until we're probably doing every Friday at Winton. Mm. and Be wearing know. a hole in the huge Oh, Up yeah. It's been the last four, four. Oh, four weeks straight, yeah, um, and um, everyone just absolutely just blown away by how much fun they are. So it's cool. It's cool, we'll and play. yeah, get a lot of re- lot of re- very rewarding. Yeah, you
0: know, very rewarding. It keeps now, me at the track. Now let's rewind. Okay, we've got a bit to go through. I know we've got a lot to go through. This is <laughs> going to yeah.
1: end up four hours. I know.
0: <laughs> if it goes four hours, then we're in a, a bit of hurt. So from what I can look back up, so did you start cutting when you
1: were seven? Somewhere about there. Seven. Yeah. Um, It was – my first trophy was in, I think, 87 or 86, I think. Hmm. So maybe, yeah, I must have been, yeah, probably
0: seven or eight. And because of your dad's history in the sport, was it a case of he does it,
1: I want to do it, or because of of what he was Uh, doing? No, I remember going to – well, I probably don't remember, but this is the story. Um, I remember dad – We went to Oakley Go Kart Track to watch Michael Ballin race go karts, Mm -hmm. Um, and I think ever since that day, I was every every time I found fifty cents or twenty cents, I'd put it in piggy bank, Um, and I'd say to mum and dad that was for my go kart. Yeah, and I yeah I don't know how old I was, but I was hooked. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely, and that was I think, um, yeah, I must have been yeah I must have been six or seven when dad we got the first go kart. So Victor <laughs> mower, Victor lawnmower on it, and, um, yeah, and uh, it, uh, yeah, and it just it, and I, I instantly I remember feeling at home at the track, mm. like I felt like this is this is where you know it just feels normal.
0: Who were the kids that you went karting with as a kid that we know uh, okay. of for what they did? Yeah, who because the, because uh. it's kind of like karting's a crop. 100 People come through together yeah. wherever they end up yeah. in the sport. Afterwards, is um, some go all the way, some go most of the way, some go nowhere. Who are the the names that we would know that you were banging around with as a, as a kid in go karts?
1: Okay, so um, Ashley Seawood. Yeah, yeah. So you know, runs a TCR team, TCR and Porsche and, and, and yep, stuff like yep. that. So he was the he was the current uh, club champion when I think when I rolled up. I think he's a year older than me. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Um, When I was a junior, James Sarah and I were nemesis. Well we were best friends at one point <laughs> and we started crashing into each other and then <laughs> uh, we were still getting on all right but yeah um, but he's still in carts obviously. Um, I think he won a sports stand championship though didn't he James Sarah? maybe yeah, I think he did. anyway um, so yeah it was James Sarah and Ashley Seawood. I can't remember can't remember anyone else hmm. At that age. Yeah, it was, um yeah. You know, but um, like we had people in our, like my dad had a little cart team and he built all the engines and Darren Hossack was one of those people. That's how Darren sort of got into, uh, um, he started working with dad and and then dad got him a job at Drew Price Engineering, DPE, um, and that just flowed on And you guys ended and, up racing at Bathurst together. Yeah, we which ended up, we'll and, and that, that was what was on, so cool. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly yeah, right. So, yeah, there's a lot of cool stories that, that have flowed on through the years, you know. So you go Formula V?
0: Yeah. What, went teenager?
1: Formula, went Formula V, um oh yeah, oh, I must have been fourteen or fifteen. I think they had to change the licence rules after that or before that. There was it was very, very early. Yeah. Um yeah. We did a bit of Formula V and then I wrote it off. Oh, that'll finish that. Yeah. The old river at turn four at Winton sorted me out on a on a yeah, on a wet practice day one day. I hit the river straight ahead, head first oh. into the wall. So that was the end of that. Um, and then um yeah, then Formula Ford in 96, mm. did state, state championships there. And, um, yeah, then 97, nationals, t- ended up eighth. Frank Lowndes built my engines. Um, and then 98, we, that was the, uh, that was, that, Mike Ballin always had a, always has a, a plan. It's a three-year deal. It's like, you know, cut your teeth in the state series, learn the national tracks the second year, and then the third year is your title. That's, Go for that's it. the one you got to win, you know. Yeah. If you can win the first year, obviously you can. But, um, but no. But that that was the plan, and that's that's exactly what we did. So, worked out. It worked out.
0: Pack the Easter eggs. It's nearly time for the High Tech Oils Bathurst Six Hour, the biggest production car race in the land. Heads to the mountain Easter weekend, March twenty nine to thirty one. There's over 60 cars, yes, 60 cars, entered in the main race. A pile of support categories, three big days of on-track action. Adult three-day passes are 50 bucks. Single-day tickets even cheaper. It's the perfect way to spend your Easter weekend. For more info, visit bathysixhour.com.au. So how are you doing this at this stage? Are you still at school? Who's funding this? How's this all coming together?
1: Uh, yeah, so um, I was very, very lucky to have um, have some help uh, in terms of someone owned the Formula Ford um, and, yeah, I was just working with Dad as an apprentice mechanic um, at his, his business. So we were sort of, yeah, just all Pitching in and getting what we can done and doing as much work as we can ourselves, which mm. was lucky we could prep the car and service the engine and, you know, keep it going and all that sort of stuff. Um, and just, yeah, don't crash. That was the biggest thing. Cause, Cause that costs. Cause that costs. So, mm. yeah, so it was always don't crash. Well, not don't crash, but yeah, just, yeah, don't throw the thing at the fence every five minutes because we otherwise we want to be at the next round. Yeah.
0: And of course, Mike Ball and Spectrum, the Australian built formula Ford that, um, been a few iterations of it in the lead-up towards when you got into it a bit later on in, in that period. So up against the McGaill's were sort of kicking around, the Van Diemen was the established Absolutely, car. Absolutely, yeah. The, the Spectrum suddenly became this is really an alternative. hundred percent, yeah.
1: So um, when I was there, obviously Bugs was there as well doing Formula Ford, so he was a year before me. So, um, yeah, Bugs and I did a lot of development on the 06, which is we eventually ended up – well, 06B won the championship – um, so yeah, it was great work having him around to, to you know, that he'd already done a or he'd already done his time. Yeah. Um, I think he finished second in the championship. I can't remember. Um, and, um, yeah, it was, it was a really, really great, you know, yeah. I love the development side of things. It's just so much fun. You know, oh, it makes sense given what you're doing these days. Yeah, it's, I know. It's, you're yeah, tinkering and Tinkering away in the shop. Trying to make trying stuff to make it go, go faster. That's yep. exactly yep. right. Exactly. Love it,
0: yeah. So that 98 championship, I do remember that quite well because I was sort of a young journo popping mm. up around the scene back in those yep. days. So I went and looked it up the other day. Top five in the championship, you, P1. Christian Jones was the runner-up. Yep. Timmy Lay was yep. third. Greg Ritter was fourth, mm-hmm. and Christian Murchison from Western Australia was fifth. Yep. So they're the guys that are around in yep. that, that period. But then looking at the championship point score, it actually remember, it made me remember that you started like a jet. The first four or five rounds of eight, you were miles in front, and then I was watching the numbers just turn to
1: muck. What, what happened? You, I mean, um, you still won by a
0: decent margin. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, The last few rounds um,
1: were, Yeah, no, we had, had a shocker. Uh, I think um, – in Perth, I think we were P on the first or second lap we were P2 and the shifter broke <laughs> and fell, it just came off on my hand. Um, so I think we – well, we DNF'd that, obviously. Um, I don't even know what round that was. A long time ago now. I don't I think it was round six. <laughs> round six. was round seven. Was, how Park many rounds were there? Eight. Eight. Eight rounds. So yeah, you won, so you won that three of the first five. Perth, we had a DNF and I think we went okay in the second race. I can't remember the – Mm. where we ended up, and then Calder is just – that's just Calder. It was no good. I just hate – I don't know. <laughs> just, it didn't – it didn't – just doesn't It just doesn't gel doesn't with gel, me at all. It never did. Right. And it's just one of those tracks that uh, – it's probably the only track, to be brutally honest, that, that doesn't gel with me for some reason. Mm. I don't know what it is, but – this Everyone's is, got one. It is what it yes. is. Yeah. At least as long as it's only one. Yeah, you don't <laughs> want them all. Jeez. No, no, that's exactly right.
0: So in that 1998 season, if you rewind back, that Holden had had the Young Lions program Correct. the previous year, that yep. they kept rolling that year. Ford had this thing, and I looked it up. I couldn't remember the name of it. I just remember the Brat Pack. It was the Generation XR yep. Brat Pack. I think it was you, Lay, and Rita from memory. Correct. And you each got kind of paired with the V8 team to sort of – uh, what was the whole deal there? It almost – it was a it bit was, more PR-y
1: than anything, wasn't uh, it? Uh, yeah, I, I agree. It was more PR than anything else, I think, for Ford. Um, yeah, I mean, we obviously got access to go and see the cars and you know sort of whatever, but I don't recall a massive amount of stuff. I think we went and did some bits and bobs at uh, – vague remembrance of going to Brisbane or something and um, being on a stand there for Ford or bits and bobs like mm. that, so – but um, there wasn't a massive amount of, of, of stuff there. We did a lot of drive days, but I think that was more when I was at FPR. Yeah, um, which is, a few yeah, years which up, is four, yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. So was winning the Formula Ford title, you get your first V8 drive with Alan Jones well, and yeah, the Longhurst was, car. Is that, is that connected directly to that or was that separate?
1: That was the – I think anyone that won that was going to – that was the prize for winning the championship, um, which, is, um, which is amazing. And I think that that should still happen – Today, I think there should be a decent prize to help people step mm, through, mm. Um, to get the opportunity. So it was a massive opportunity, and obviously, you know, I, I did ten and ten pretty much straight after that. Mm. Um, and without that opportunity, probably wouldn't have. Wouldn't have happened, so.
0: So was there other, because who were you linked to in that Generation XR thing? It wasn't Longhurst, was it? It was, uh, I think it was
1: DJR, Bowie, and yeah. I think it was, yeah, DJR. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. So before the yeah. Alan Jones thing, was there any other opportunities start to sniff out there? Because Formula Ford was where, Formula Ford, Formula Holden, there was no development series. There no. was no Carrera Cup. Correct. Uh, they were the places that people were looking to for yeah. the next, it was like, you know, yeah, line-up of drivers.
1: Formula Ford, and then it was supercars. Yes yeah, a lot yeah. there wasn't all these millions of classes like there was back then, mm. so um but um no i don't uh, no, I don't think there was any real alliances or nothing really happening, so mm. to speak, so mm. I think it was more the yeah, I think the the opportunity to to drive um with tony and um in his team that was the 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 launching pad. Do you remember your and, first um, test of a v oh yeah I remember at uh, lakeside. Yeah, um, that's yeah. A, That's a hell of a track. Yeah, That'd be yeah, yeah. No. And um, cool. and I mean, those cars had so much grip because he had the fantastic, I think Yokohama tires back then. They, they ran Nokias and then they swapped to the Dunlops. Yeah, later. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. I remember, like, you just tipped the thing into turn one, and it would just pop up on two wheels with the grip it had. Like, mm. it's just crazy compared to what you know mm. what, what I ended up driving. Um, they were they were awesome, you know. And I just I just absolutely loved every minute of it. It was great and, um. I remember going and staying with Tony for for a while, um, working with the team and, and spent some time up there. Um, I should have been sweeping the floors, but I was in the engine room with Bo, <laughs> <laughs> sniffing around all the engines and learning. I learned so much off him and Bo was a, he's an awesome guy. Um, and, um, yeah, I was always in the engine room with him. Well, I Just love fiddling. Just love fiddling. Straight in the engine room. <laughs> <laughs> History shows, though, that
0: did you even get to drive in either of of those two Enduros? Uh, Sandan, you didn't. The thing sand broke down, the line. Sand down
1: the tail shaft hit the ground as soon as the lights went green. And I, no, I don't think I drove at Bathurst, so. Not in the race, anyway. Not in the race, yeah. no, no. did yeah, then the car us, got
0: it. wiped out in that multi-car shunt. Yeah, there, the yeah, elbows, that right?
1: down the elbow, yeah, exactly yeah. right. Yeah. But, um, yeah, rumour has it the car come back perfect and there wasn't anything wrong with it, but. Oh, parked up. Possibly.
0: So, now. That wasn't your first. That was in the era that we had two Bathursts. Remember that? A couple of years of two liter races and V8 oh, yes, races. Oh correct. But a month earlier, you'd been there in a Honda Civic at the two liter Bathurst one thousand, which I think probably everyone forgets, and you might have even forgotten. Too. <laughs>
1: you just remembered me. Yes, and I can't for the life of me think I could picture him, but I can't remember the like the name of the guy that owned the car. But Cameron Edwards and Alan Letcher. Alan Letcher, yeah, that's yeah. correct. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's we went up there. I think Tony organised that. I also did. Um, there was a so that's one just mate getting laps. Yeah, it was just about, I think it was just him getting me laps around the track and it was was a drove, car. I drove a BMW as well. Oh, it yeah. was a BMW and a um that wasn't the same weekend, I don't think, from memory. Um, I drove, you know, BMW um, and also there was a one mate category. I think it was a Mirage. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I drove that. Yep, yep. Um did a run, did some laps in that. And, and, yeah, and then there was the, the Alan Letcher Honda Civic, mm. which was fun. Mm. Um, unfortunately, it broke, but. Did you break it? No, I oh, didn't good. actually. No. <laughs> <For> <laughs> you once. had that sudden look
0: of, oh, hang on. Did I? I Did Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, that was a long time. i got to remember. My memory got to come that's right what, back. That's it's That's what, just what just we're crazy. here to do. We're, here to, studied, we're here, here
0: to jog memories. We're here to jog memories.
1: I'm still trying to think of the, all, the car, all the drivers that come through my car trim because I'm going to get absolutely hammered. Yeah. Let's move. So ninety
0: eight, we get this great opportunity you yep. get to do the Enduros VH yep. with Alan Jones, you know, world champion Formula Absolutely. One driver. Yep. How, how was AJ?
1: Yeah, AJ was awesome. No, he was not a problem at all. You know, it looked, um, yeah, not an issue. Um, yeah, helped me through it all, and um, yeah, it was just easy. It, mm. was, it was pretty cruisy, and there's no issue. I do recall. I can't remember if it was 98, 98 or ninety nine. I remember Tony yelling at me for going too fast. I think I'd done like a 13.5 or something. He's like, what's up, money? <laughs> just just chill. Just chill, it's young buck. Right. Just chill. Right. Just calm your farm, mate. Calm your farm. I'm like, what time's you doing? 11.5. Well, that's my aim.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so 99, did you do a deal with Longhurst? Because you were Formula Holden in terms of your racing. Yeah. But yeah. And you went back and drove with him in his Castro. Correct. Bar. Yep. Am I right in remembering that there might have been a chance to run a second car at some of those races and that didn't really happen. But clearly the Queensland Bathurst Enduros were the, the thing that you could at least hub your year around that with some formula holders.
1: I think it was mentioned but it never really come to fruition then I, I, that's yeah. – I'm very fuzzy. Yeah. I, I, I don't know whether he spoke to – I just had well, – I just remembered another name because I'm terrible with names. So George Stockman was the gentleman that owned my Formula Ford. Yep. And he was also involved with Mike Ball and that with the, the Formula Holden program. So I'm not sure whether Tony – I know we'd had a meeting, but I can't remember if Tony had spoken to him about possible – I can't mm. remember exactly mm. the, the nuances of it. Mm. But um, but it was – you know, I had a great time with Tony and, and – um, you know, he was he was very, very good to me. So Formula Holden in 99. Yep. So you started with an older... 92,
0: yep. Car. It was plain white. 90, it wasn't it was plain, a sponsor on it.
1: Plain white, no sponsors. So how um, are you doing that? George Stockman. Okay, so the guy who yeah. owned your Formula Four Yeah, 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 yeah. Got involved he, to help. He was, he was helping me out with that. Um, and we started off with that car. And I'm not sure what happened 100% in the background. Um, but then we ended up going to... Is NRC with Arthur Abrahams, um, Arthur Abrahams yep. and driving the the ninety four car with the raised nose, yep. um, very cool. Mm. Like, they are awesome cars. Um, and we got pole at Adelaide five hundred, um, which was the very first. Um, and I think Adelaide we ended up, yeah, yeah. and we ended up. I think we ended up third at Eastern Creek in the white car in the old original, which car, was the first round, which is was first it? round. Yeah. But I mean, there was um, there was some pretty good. Pretty good steerers in that field, you know. We were up against. I think Matt Halliday was there. Um, Simon Wills was Simon there. Wills. So why, Will why, Power was also. Uh, Will a power. power was lurking around Formula Four in Ford your Ford, Air, wasn't and he? also, yeah, 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 exactly. So I've got photos of him on the, you know, the, the uh the year photo. I've actually sent them to him. He's like, oh. I like that. <laughs> Yeah. So, Formula Holden, I mean, for those who don't remember it,
0: maybe we've got plenty of listeners who are a bit younger, but they were former Formula 3000 cars with a Holden V6 3.8, I think it was, yep. engine in the back of them. Mm-hmm. Serious. I mean, they had a shitty sound. They sounded a bit ugh, but they were quick. And yeah. You ask anyone who raced them, and they got really fond memories.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, awesome car. I remember the first time around at Phillip Island when we were shaking down the the first white 92 car. Yeah. Um, and I remember just going through turn one the first time and like, how am I going to go flat through here? Because I knew it was flat. It was definitely flat. And the faster you went, the easier it got, which was hard to get your head around. Mm. And I remember, I think it was like 152 mile an hour and just hold it flat. <laughs> and just go straight around. You'd come into turn one at Island, and you'd be hard on the, on the hard car, and then go, and then, it just, and then you'd come out the other side, hit the limit of before turn two. It's just flat, just awesome. Yeah, the old neck was sore that day. When yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're not but ready time, for it, yeah. No, that's exactly right. So, no, amazing cars, and um, but they were just too expensive. Mm. That was crazy, crazy money and hard to get parts for. Everything's from Europe and – you know and F3000 was the well, that's basically GP2 what GP2 yeah, is now so yeah. one down from F1 so everything was lightweight everything was dainty everything was had to be replaced all the time um, amazing cars but probably yeah not necessarily ideal for for the small population of Australia mm. Mm. so for 2000 JFR. Yes. John Faulkner Racing. Yeah. So, did you, you go and work there? Yeah. So, uh, I, fin- I finished my apprenticeship with dad and I'm um, like, right, you can keep your road cars. So I'm going <laughs> to go and play race cars. So, went and worked with JF and the team for a year. Um, down in Oakley South. Down in Oakley South. Yeah. It was great. And um, yeah. So, it was really good because, you know, I was on, you know, and Barry Ryan was team manager. Yeah. Yeah. And little bit, I don't know whether you knew, Barry Ryan did his apprenticeship with my dad. I did not know this. There you go. Oh, did
0: he tell me this somewhere along the line? Maybe, maybe he told me on the pod we did last year, and I forgot.
1: I remember know, listening to it, but I don't think maybe might not have he did. come up. I remember. can't remember. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, so, that's cool so Baz, Baz, um, Baz, it he was. He was basically Dad's lead mechanic when I was there. I'd come home from school and go in there and. If it was a hot day, i tip a bucket of water over him. And, <laughs> <laughs> and he, he, yeah, he'll remember that. Um, but so he was a lead mechanic there for, with dad and he was riding motorbikes, racing motorbikes at the time and go-karts and that's how we met through go-karts. Um, but, yeah, Baz was at JFR and, um, yeah, went in there and I was mechanic. I was doing fab. I was doing testing. You know, we built a GTP car. Um, uh, the Ed Aitken car that won the Bathurst three. I correct, yeah, I remember we, that. Yeah. yeah, so I had a hand in sort of helping build that, and and I was a, sort of a bit a bit of yeah. PR, PR. When we when we weren't at the track, I was helping because so we had Asia Online as a sponsorship that year. That's right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was helping with the PR side of things there, and um,
0: so this is kind of a. I'll take any gig I can get to yeah. get my foot in the door at a V8 team. 100%. Get the co-drive for the endurance races and yeah. anything else I can make happen. Spear on.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. So, um, But that was, uh, that was a fun year. And, um, yeah, unfortunately, we didn't finish the race Bathurst, but I was going to talk to you about that. <laughs> Do we have to? Can't avoid it. Can't <laughs> avoid it.
0: Do you know how to find the right oil for your car? Now you can find out quickly and easily online. Thanks to Castrol's Rego to Oil tool. Simply type in your redjo, select your state, and within seconds you'll know the best Castrol products to unlock the edge of performance in your car. So what's your car best suited to? Just search Rego, the number 2, and oil and find out. Because it's not really on film. Like no, it, There's it's no not on... real vision. So for, for those who don't know uh, or don't remember or it's 20-odd years ago now... So Bathurst 2000 was, I mean, we talked about having a wet Bathurst this year. Oh. 2000 was wet the whole week since the previous crazy. weekend. It was miserable weather. It was very similar. I thought of a lot of 2000 when I was at Bathurst in 2022. Um, crazy race, lots of rain, big field compared to now. It all distills to the point where Tony Longhurst, who you raced, so he ran the Komatsu Alan Jones' car, but he drove the Castro car. Correct. Then you driven with him in the Castro car the year before. Yes, correct. He had shut down his team, gone to drive for Stone Brothers, was leading the race. By with, a mile. By a long way with 10 or so laps to go. Um, had had a fuel fire, I think, earlier on too, where they hadn't got enough fuel in the car, but the way that the safety cars all landed, he was in a solid spot. He, was, he just had to come home
1: and then yeah. you two get
0: together on track.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Unfortunately, I think, um, I think I was on wets on a drying track, um, and he tried to pass me at the right. You know where? Um, how do I explain it? Was it where Mostert went in the? When Mostert went in, basically. in twenty fifteen, yeah, yeah, big the, shunt, a massive shunt. So it was it wasn't the left hander. It was the right hander with a rock face on the ro- on the driver's yep. side. Um, he tried to go up the inside there, and and. <clears throat> um. Yeah, I just didn't expect him to pass in that spot because if I, if I go out too too wide um, and I think the mirrors were covered in mud and all that sort of stuff. So, mm. look, I didn't expect him to pass there. I didn't see him and I turned in. He hit my rear wheel. I went backwards into the fence, ripped the whole fuel cell out of the thing and I think um, ripped the front end out of his car, didn't it? Yeah, like the wheel yeah, was yeah, sort yeah. of… Yeah, so… Yeah. Was there a discussion afterwards? No. No, no? You guys never spoke about it? No. No, I know Ross and Jimmy never spoke to me ever again. Not, I, yeah. Every time I rang them, yeah. So, mm. but I got the blame, I think. But I don't know.
0: Do you think if one of those the vision things? had been seen by the cameras? It might have changed. Yeah,
1: but there's really not room for two cars there because if you go offline, especially after a day at the track, you know, because in, it's been wet during the day, you're yeah. in the wall. Mm. So it was kind of one of those spots where I didn't think. I don't think anyone's ever passed there, you know, unless someone's sort of crawling along at Or let three someone Three kilometers go. an hour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's – yeah, that mm. was it. Mm. So I, this is one of those things where I think it was probably – look, I didn't see him. He probably shouldn't have gone for the move there, especially with the lead he had. He would have got me down the straight anyway, one corner. Mm. And, yeah, so – Yeah, one of those that's things, that. unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. So for 2001,
0: you go back with Larry Perkins' team. You LP. Me and Luke, and me and in Luke in second yep, car. yep, yep, yep. So other than this – What else are you doing at this point? Are you still so the the Faulkner thing? I presume just ended because there was an opportunity there. Yeah, I
1: think so. I think there was. I don't. There was. I don't even think there was a talk of a second car or anything like that. Um, I don't think Age Online came back the year after. That's right. Um, So money was tight, and um, yeah, I don't really think there was. There Was any offer or anything hmm. that went, for, went from there? Um, went with LP the year after that. Um, that was good, it's a good, but are you doing anything else at that point? What yeah, yeah, so I just working away. Um, I was actually working at a turbocharging place, I actually still subcontract there now. Oh, yeah, would yeah. you believe so? Um, AXT Turbo in Dandenong. Um, so I've been on and off there since since 01, hmm. um, four year. Then i go off and go and do something else and then another four years and <laughs> it's like yeah. a magnet so yeah, yeah it's, it's always to sort of yeah when i'm sort of yeah when i'm not doing something else i'll go there and, and help help mm. andrew out there and, and do that um and um yeah sort of i've been there the last four or five years mm. and slowly now i'm back go and do something else again. <laughs> I said to him, oh, four years, it's about time about for me you. to leave. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I just got a con- subcontract there and go and tune cars and we do a lot of diesel tuning and, and dyno tuning and just engines and making noise and making horsepower. So that's what I love. Nice. but I'm not driving, that's what I love.
0: Um, how was Larry? How did you get on with Did you get Good. any, fa- any yeah.
1: famous Look, Larry bakes? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, I got a few bakes. Um, I remember uh, – Queensland 500 that year. Um, I think I did a 90-lap stint, but the drink straw had gone down the bottom of the drink bottle and then come back up again. Ugh. So I had no liquid and it was hot that day. Um, and, um, yeah, I had to come in because I was starting to see blurry and I ran off the track and I just basically nearly passed out. And, um, yeah, yeah I, re- I remember him ringing me up and, you shouldn't need any drink. <laughs> okay larry (laughs) (laughs) um yeah but um yeah that was i remember actually there was one i think i'd i'd locked a brake into the chase in practice and blew a tire out um and um, i just hadn't let the car settle enough before i jumped on the brakes and locked up and went across the grass blew a tire out and i remember larry dragging me aside going so what happened there i said oh just made a mistake and like, broke. I actually broke too early because the car wasn't settled and locked a brake. And yeah, no, nah, car's good. And it was my fault. And he's like, no, nah, all right, that's fine. No risk. He just yeah. If you're straight up and down with Larry and you don't bullshit him, he's an awesome bloke. Mm. Awesome. I've always felt like. Yeah, and and you know, I think that's with a lot of with most people to be really honest. But yeah, he just he's he was waiting for me to make an excuse, <laughs> and he was, he was he was ready. Young bloke, yeah, young tires. bloke. Yeah. Oh no, the tyres and this <laughs> and, and the, the balance this, yeah. and oh, I didn't like the, the that. No, don't make an excuse. Just yeah. put your hand up, own up to it, move on. Own up, move
0: on. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So at this stage, are you starting to get a little frustrated that you haven't quite been able to grab a full time gig or getting the? Have you got anyone like? Have you got a manager pushing you here? Are you trying to raise some budget? Because it was a bit different back then, where you're sort of money still talked, but not like it does now. It was. It
1: was hard. This is my personal opinion. I think it was hard with the owner-driver scenario. There's
0: a lots of them back then.
1: Yeah, because it was always you know Larry was driving, Longhurst was driving, John Faulkner was driving, Glenn Seaton was driving. It was it was the you know and and I think to a, a certain extent, and I don't know whether they'll ever admit it. They didn't want young some young buck to come in and go quicker than him. I don't think mm. you know. Um, so it was it was tough in those days. They they definitely suppressed like. You crash my car, you'll never drive again, sort Mm. of thing. So that was mentally not great. Where it's a bit different now. Like you you almost go, look, I reckon I can do a twelve five, but I'll just leave it at thirteen zero. You know, just Mm. there's there's no point. There's no point because I want to be back next year. You Mm. know, Um, where you know I remember where now it's like, mate, just send it. You know, Mm. go out and send it, and Mm. we'll fix the car. Mm. A bit more European style now yeah. than what it was back then. It's more cutthroat now. Um, so I think that it was, yeah. Because I mean, being an owner driver, it's like, well, every time if he puts a mark on it, it's going to cost me. And mm. so yeah, it was, it was a bit more suppression back then. Um, yeah, it was well known if you crash, you're not coming back next year. Mm. But and that didn't actually prove to be the case because. Um, <laughs> A lot of my co-drivers crashed and then came back, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately. So did you have anyone helping
0: here? Because I know a lot of young drivers in that period were grabbing a manager and a lot of them didn't know the sport and
1: yeah. the, you know, people
0: were trying to – I think a lot of people hadn't quite cottoned on to the whole – if I go find a sponsor that helps kick a door into a team, I'll cop an urn out of that and I'll get the driver. So many people were just walking around with a resume saying, oh, I won that and I won this and I can drive real good. Please give me a drive, sir. Like everyone had that
1: mentality. there. hundred um, percent. And I think that that was probably my downfall was um, I'm certainly no PR, politician sort of person. I'm more put me in the back of the workshop and, Mm. Or whatever mm. it is. And and then when, when you talking, not Time to go fast, you know, Put me in the car and we'll we'll sort it out, sort of mm. thing. So and I think that um yeah, I was I was always under the impression if I win everything, then I'm gonna be a professional race driver. Mm. Um and I couldn't have been more wrong. Mm. I didn't understand it. And mm. if I knew what I knew now, I'd do it completely differently. Yeah. But oh that's the way it is. That's life, you know, that's life. and, and it's it was it's also not necessarily my personality. Um, you know, I, I I can get up and speak in front of people and talk to sponsors and it's no issue. But um, going out and finding money and doing proposals, not my thing. Mm. Not my thing. And there was talks. I, I did try and sort of try and get some help, but everyone wanted a hundred grand retainer and mm. for me to pay them, oh, you give me a hundred and grand and no then i yeah, 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 and and no guarantee of any money. So and it sort of just, yeah, that was that was, wasn't sort of something I could have ever done or ever thought of doing. So mm. it was more just get your head down, try and get some drives and hopefully snag a result at Bathurst or something which will hopefully lead to a, an opportunity and it just never really unfolded to mm. be really honest. Mm.
0: 2002, I forgot about this. I went digging. You tested for Lansvale. I did. You know how I remember at Oran this? At Park. You know how I found this? Huh? The Adam Macro Racing website is still um. on Archive. Um. Your old website's still there. Jesus. So I presume that didn't lead anywhere either?
1: Uh, no. Because that's the
0: year you missed. You didn't do twenty two. No, Bathurst I didn't do 22. O2. No, yeah. no, O2.
1: So I didn't do O2, that's right. Um, yeah, I drove, I tested at Oran Park for a car. Um, McConville, uh, yeah, Cameron Conville was, the, McConville regular driver, was yep. the regular driver. Um, and no, it went well and I do not there was any issues. I can't necessarily, don't know who they, who'd they go with? O2, uh, Luffy.
0: Luffy, yeah, buddy, Luffy. You two got to get it later on. Yeah, that's, we did. You see, all yeah. these people we talk about, it's you all end inc- up. It's all It's inc- all incestuous. It's
1: a small world. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, and and that's the difference. Uh, Luff, Luffy's awesome driver, but he can also talk. Mm. You know, he's he's a good, very very good at getting a sponsorship, and and um, and he's much better at me than than that stuff. And that's probably what's kept him. Up and going, you know, so because he can bloody steer, there's no Mm. doubt about that. Mm. But he's got that extra Mm. little bit of PR, and and yeah, he's he's good, but he's better at relationships Mm. than me, and and that's probably was my downfall.
0: You said before about if you had your time over, you'd do a bit differently, yeah. In that period or before, what would you have done differently if I knew what I
1: knew now, yeah? Um, relationship building, yeah, definitely, yeah. The the result
0: sheet's not going to do all, I was
1: just focused on. Winning races, and winning championships, which I did. At the mm. end of the day, I you know one Formula Ford, we we for the short time was in Formula and we won one in that, or got pole and we were quick. That, um, you know, obviously Super Two won that, um, podium at Bathurst. So we, everything mm. that I've ever done in karting or cars or, or even as an engineer in Hyundai, I was still we're winning. Mm. So that was that was easy. That was the easy bit. So um, yeah, I I'd, yeah definitely building relationships, you know. Just that was basically mm. – that's how it worked and mm. that's what I didn't do. What you did do around that time though,
0: well, we went through the photo files and found this car. Yes. Did you build a Datsun 120Y club, improved production car? I did. Yeah. Why did you pick it 120Y?
1: Okay, so when I was looking for a car, all I, was care- all I cared about – You just about- want to race something. You just want yeah, to yeah, yeah. Up. Exactly. yeah, 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 exactly. All I cared about was um, weight. Right, well, I just wanted this thing thereof. to be light. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I found this car that was a it was a hill climb car. It had an old L twenty B with Weber's on it, um, but it had an aluminium cage in it that was already log booked. and you couldn't build a new car with an aluminium cage. Uh-huh. So I'm like, that'll do. I actually did a bit of research, and I I knew a guy that had a um, had an sr twenty Nissan sr twenty engine um, in his. Datsun 120 Y Coupe. This is a four-door, but I'm like, well, we know that fits. So, um, yeah, grabbed the car, ripped the L 20B out, threw an SR20, hooked it up with MoTeC, put a big turbo on it, and went and run OP for some fun. Um, and she was a weapon. Didn't stop. <laughs> didn't really turn very well, but she went good in a straight line. Um, did 21s at Back in the day, twenty ones at Sandown, so Sandown's not too bad. There's still there is a video on my YouTube, in car. Oh, we have to find this. Yeah, and there's also in car in the rain at Phillip Island. Oh, chasing down Ben shoots in his RX seven, <laughs> and it's just uh yeah, I'm working harder than I've ever worked before. <laughs> it's um, fourth gear, wheel spin. She had the aisle, you know, locked diff, and just got the welder out. No, <laughs> no special diffs or anything. So. But um, once again, a lot of fun um, and kept me driving. Hmm. So I'd actually done something. Obviously, I didn't drive a supercar for a couple of years, So, but um, at least i have been driving something. Because weren't you driving uh, – you mentioned
0: MoTeC before, but yeah, Richard yeah, Bender yeah. from MoTeC had yeah. that Daytona Coupe starting. Correct, in yeah, so
1: we, yeah. So we were um, – obviously, Mike, the connection with Mike Borland who built that car and Richard, um, Mike got me on board to help develop that car. Um, what a beautiful car. Mm. Like Mike Ballin is such a genius. People don't understand how good he is. He's just – every car he builds, it's just the balance and the way it feels. Like you close your eyes, it almost feels like a Formula Ford, like just the way that it drove. And it only had – I think when we first drove it, it had like just a little 302 with a single throttle body on it, um, eight-inch wheels, and we were – I think we just dipped into the 39s at, at Phillip Island, you know, so it was seriously mm. quick. Good little car, good, lots of fun. So we're doing state series in Mark Sports in in that car, um, and that's the actual chassis that um, Brocky passed oh, really? the lane. That's that one. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty, I'm ninety percent sure. Mm. Correct mm. me if I'm wrong, mm. viewers, but <laughs> listeners, listeners.
0: <laughs>
1: so you, you
0: at least you stay racing. You, that's you're, exactly you're staying right. involved. Yeah, you're I'm still staying involved. Had,
1: and it was quite often I'd come in after the race. The Datsun and jump straight into the Daytona, to right, the Daytona and straight out again. So, um, yeah, it was, yeah, it's good fun. And I love state series, I love the grassroots. It's, yeah, it's really, it's really, a, really cool. Uh, you, love you, it. it. It's the camaraderie, it's the, um,
0: you know, there's a bit of competition, but mm. what motor racing event doesn't have a bit mm. of that stuff going on. Absolutely. Um, but you get some cool cars, you get a bit of variety, you get people from very different backgrounds. Correct. It's a great melting pot of fantastic. all this sort of stuff. Absolutely fantastic. So you don't get a go in the Bathurst 1000 of 2 mm-hmm. So you're thinking I'm cooked here. If I miss one, I'm out.
1: I don't remember ever really thinking that. Yeah. Um, Oh, gee, I don't even remember. I don't even remember how the FBR thing come around with for 03. Mm. Um, I'm not sure whether Hossack was there and maybe. Well,
0: that's an interesting one because I I had to do some remindering on this. So they were in an interesting situation this year. So this is 2003. Correct, We've gone to now. So I think the only thing you did, so you're still doing the Dado and the Daytona? I year. think so, yeah. You yeah. did a one-off in Formula Ford at oh, Oral Park? Oh, that's right.
1: did a so cameo for Mike. That's right. Because Mike, uh, I think they were having uh, –
0: So there was an owner, Mark West, who had Mark a car. Mark West, yeah. Um, and, and he's just cars. Correct. Yeah, it's and he wanted someone good to have a, running the car, whether it
1: had been repaired or whether it was – I can't remember the specifics, but he wanted someone good to have a go. Yeah. And you were someone good. Yeah. So. But I also, also think that Mike's team was struggling that year and – um, I think Mike wanted to try and bring me out of retirement um, to help with the team mm, um, and to you know, to still prove the concept of the car and everything like that. Um, and um, I nearly got fired because I was so slow when we first tested at Winton. I was still in supercar <laughs> mode. It's like you, buddy. Um, yeah, so it took me a couple of test days to get head my back head into back, back into the – It's five Yeah.
0: Because so, the thing was in Formula Ford, if you won the national title – You couldn't – You couldn't
1: go back. No, no one got to exactly run
0: right. as the reigning champion because you, by yeah, the rules, had to, had to go.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. So, um, yeah, so we did a couple of test days. We did a test day because we are going to run at Oran Park. So Oran Park, we did a test day. We did a test day at Winton. Um, after Winton, Mike's like – this is not no, going good. This is, this is nasty. <laughs> um, I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, we'll be right. I've got my head around it. So, um, but yeah, and then we ended up. Um, I didn't really want to upset the championship too much. I was a bit sort of, you know. But we ended up. Um, I think we put it on the front row, and I think you finished third for the uh, weekend. Uh, third too. for the weekend on the podium, and it was a. It, I probably could have pushed a bit harder, but I sort of, I didn't want to upset the people coming in for one race mm. and I'd be a little bit annoyed if, you yeah. know, someone had crashed into me or something and ruined my championship for one off. So I thought podium's good. Um, and we are in the hunt all the whole way. Um, and Christian Murchison was, was one of those guys. Um, I do recall being second and seeing Christian come up behind me and I'm like, I gonna let him go cause he wasn't scared.
0: I don't even remember who was in Formula Ford in '03. Yeah, might have to delete that because it makes me sound like I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. There was someone else in that Oran Park Formula Ford round, though, who had a same name as you. <laughs> he did, young Timothy. Yep, your brother. Is mm-hmm. that the only time you guys have raced against one another? That one weekend. Yep. Out of all the racing you guys have ever done, open wheelers. So your little brother—that's the one time that you've like n- not even. Nothing else. I, I actually thought you were going to say, oh, no, but there was this one other time we did this and we did that. But not,
1: That's it. No. Wow. Mm. Who would have thought? <laughs> it's pretty bizarre, really, I suppose. But
0: Yeah, yeah. We, we
1: went on different paths. Yeah, yeah,
0: understandable. Mm. So we are going to rewind to the FPR thing now. Go. Okay. So in that year, they were new. Yeah. They'd bought out Glen Seton, created their own new team. Correct. Ran three cars, Lowndes, Seton, Bernard. Correct. But the Bernard car was run under the Rod Nash licence that they had uh, were you know basically more,
1: leasing. You know more than me.
0: Well, I remember this because they were trying to just run two cars for the Enduros, but under the obligations of that licence had to run three. Ah, okay. So they needed some steerers So Lowndes and Seton went together. Bernard and Owen Kelly went together. Correct. And you and Darren Hossack got the gig to, to drive for FPR in the number five. Correct. Which was Seton's normal car, I think Yes, it was. correct. Do you remember how that all came to be? Was it was a bit left field.
1: You know what, I can't – I was just thinking about this before. I can't for the life of me – because when did Darren run in the Wins car? What year was, oh, was, was that? Oh, that was some years earlier, 97. That, yeah, that was really – that was a long time yeah, before that. Yeah, so, he'd been out of v yeah. as well for a so while. So I'm not quite sure exactly who rang me or I, – I, that's mental gone. Um, I can't remember exactly how that all come about. But I, I do recall going in to the factory and um, – I can't even remember where the factory was back then. But, I think I um, was still
0: in Seton's place. It must have been. Yeah, 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 in yeah. Danilong, That's
1: right. Yeah. So I remember going and doing that, but I don't recall how who called me or who how it come about. Mm. Um, I'd have to, have to ask Glenn. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, but no, it was great. You know, it was great to drive with Darren, especially after we as we spoke before he came through my dad's car team, mm. um, and we'd had a long association together. So it was um, it was really really cool to for us to end up driving at Bathurst together, mm. um, and um, and yeah, it was. Yeah, it was great. Ended out, and that started a three-year sort relationship. of relationship yep. with FBR. So. But am I right in remembering you
0: tested for Briggs that year? Because I did a bit of researching and your name came up among a pile of drivers that they tested in the middle of 03. I presume for an endurance drive. But, I mean, the irony was that Briggs soon became 888 not long after that. And, of course, you ended up there later on. But actually, you're, you're think, looking high at the ceiling. Like, I actually think I remember, you're right. I remember, Simon. remember Simonson's name was listed I there I think maybe.
1: you're right. I think I did go to QR and, and mm. test a Briggs car, which is actually quite ironic. I've forgotten about that, mm. which is quite ironic because that would have been my first Super 2 car. Yeah, because
0: the Briggs cars became the first 888 cars when they acquired the team and they ended up with the Howard team, which we will get on to. We'll get there. (laughs) It's not far off. It's not far (laughs) off. It's not far off. We'll get there. So this this left field FPR call comes. They need drivers. They've got a car. Yep. Great, we'll do it. Yep, Rolls into the next year with Alain Menu, the Swiss former British touring car driver. What a legend. How did you
1: get along with him? Oh, mate, Uh, me and um, Alain got on real well and I'll never forget the first test day. Um, We go to Winton. And I go out and do some laps, and car's good, and you know, all cruising around. And I think Elaine went and ended up through the ditch at the off at the sweeper. And He come in. Here. This car is a piece of shit. It does not turn. It does not stop. I'm like, yeah, mate, no carbon brakes and bloody aero around here. It's all horsepower and shitty tires and no aero. And, and um, no, we got on like a house on fire. And um, we'll get to that. But you know, I think he was um, he was a key key factor on um, and how I got into Triple Eight. Ah. Okay. Because the connection off there then. is Okay, we're it's not all far incestuous off there. again. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, it's it's motor racing. Yeah, That's but how no, it works. but we yeah, we became really, really good friends and he came in a little bit of a mentor for me and and uh, awesome bloke, um, very down to earth, amazing driver. Hmm. Um, and and some of the stories like over dinner, it's like F one stories and tests and and I never forget him trying to explain to me how to he was trying to get his head around driving F one car and how late you can break and not die. Like, you know, he was just like, I'm going 300 and I'm, I'm, they're expecting me to break at 60 metres. Or whatever it was, mm-hmm. you know, some stupid. The brain is and he's not just computing. like the brains. I'm at 150, and I'm like, yeah, exactly. So that was, he said that was once you got your head around the braking on the F1 car, um, it was um,
0: the rest of it because they, they let him loose in a Williams, correct? Um, because of the Renault tie, correct? And him and correct. Yeah. So yeah,
1: some cool stories mm. in, in in that days, and also um, good stories from um, the then team manager um, John Russell. Russell, yeah, yeah who I. Formed a really, really good relationship as well. We got on real well. Who was with Williams? I in always fun. got on real well with the engine builders and the engineers. they're always talking <laughs> about engines or chassis or just, just general engineering. Um, yeah, no, we always got had good rapport. And, and Rob Benson was there building was engines, engines. So yeah. I was in, annoying him in the <laughs> engine shop,
0: of course. They meant to put a, a stay out macro sign on yeah. all these engine shops. All and um,
1: sorry, I just had thought of a cool story. I remember. Um, uh, John Russell telling me about um, the weekend when um, – because he was at Williams the weekend when Senna passed yeah, yeah. Um, and he also ran Mansell as well in that. And he, he just uh, – he had the track map. He had Senna's track map from when Ratzenberger passed and it had a big cross on it where he – Oh wow! He'd had it on the wall in his office at FPR. and I think in the same factory they're in now. Yeah, um, just a cool yeah. thing that's popped in my head. I'll, if I think of something, I'll have to say it because yeah, otherwise, absolutely. I'll, that's what we're here I'll to forget. But um, yeah, that was that was pretty cool, and um, and he always I remember because Mansell was my he was my my man when I was a kid. Um, um, just because he was out, he was so hard. He just he would drive the wheels off that thing all day, every day, very SVG-like, mm. you know. Um, and um, he would – John would say every time Mansell's car would come in, was, everything was cooked. The thing would be going ting, 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 <laughs> ting. The brakes were smoking. The engine was overheated, over-revved. The tyres were worn out. But it was – yeah, he just absolutely ragged it the whole time.
0: And there you have it, Adam Macro on the V8 Sleuth Podcast, powered by Repco. And the best part of all of this is – part two is still to come next week part two when we go deeper into adam's time in v8 supercars particularly his winning association with howard racing in the development category he also answers the national motor racing museum couch racer questions and tackles the top 10 shootout thanks for tuning in i hope you really enjoyed this chat with adam macro we've got plenty more podcast chats over the weeks ahead and we're already planning for 2023 if you've got some guest suggestions or perhaps a topic suggestion or a question for a Q&A, send it to us via the contact page on the V8 Sleuth website. There's a link in the show notes. Right, that's me done. Enjoy your week. Join me next week for another edition of the V8 Sleuth podcast powered by Repco. Pack the Easter eggs. It's nearly time for the High Tech Oils Bathurst 6 Hour. The biggest production car race in the land heads to the mountain. Easter weekend, March 29 to 31. There's over 60 cars, yes, 60 cars, entered in the main race. A pile of support categories, three big days of on-track action. Adult three-day passes are 50 bucks. Single-day tickets even cheaper. It's the perfect way to spend your Easter weekend. For more info, visit bathersixhour.com.au.